0: Don't you love hearing middle-class home county men complaining? Well, then why haven't you joined your local council? Because that's where they're at. I'll tell you why. Because you are listening to the Our Bottom Podcast. So, I thought uh, this time, just to be a little bit different, I thought I would give you two the option uh, in regards to how what you want to hear, really. Option number one is I have got a story and it involves an animal. Okay, so that's the yeah, first... Depending on Alex's turf. A right? little yeah. bit, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, back off. It's to do with, t- you know, touching animals, which I know is Alex's
1: whoa, Um. So
2: whoa, 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 whoa. This,
0: The second thing is, is I have got um, a would you rather uh, kind of question list, which I'll propose to the pair of you, and the listeners can play along as well if they fancy it. So, Alex, which would you rather have? Would you rather do a would you rather this or that? Or would you rather hear a
2: random story? I'd, I I want to go for I want to go for this or that.
1: Okay. Tom, I, I also would because you've already mentioned that the story pertains to touching animals, and I don't know how comfortable I am with that. I that, think you're that, going to be overly eager, and that makes me sad. That's, so. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather please? Okay,
0: and also it means the listeners can come along with it as well. All right. Okay. So. Absolutely. First question I have to prepare for you. Would you rather have a camel inside a tent spitting out of the tent or outside a tent spitting in? Why is it spitting? Because that's what
2: camels do. They they, they just spit. Yeah. Why is it in the tent? Why is it in the tent? Uh, You're in the Sahara Desert. Okay. Is there an option where I can just not have the camel there at all? Nope. I would rather not have a camel in my tent. No,
0: you've sold your house, you've lost your wife, you've lost everything. You thought you'd start a new life in Egypt.
2: Settling down with a camel. As a tour
0: guide for the pyramids, and the only purchase you've ever got was a camel. Would you rather it be in the tent or out? Or out the tent. So you would rather the camel be outside the tent, spitting at you non-stop whilst you're trying to get No, because
1: I'll
2: just close the tent. Okay. Right,
1: fir- first important variable here: when we, you know, when this scenario is taking place, and we're in the Sahara Desert, is it the daytime or the nighttime? Uh, both. Well, either right. really. Uh, I, I'm, that that scenario kind of changes my answer. Okay, go on. Because if it's at night and you're outside of a tent in the Sahara Desert, you will die because it's that. Fucking cold yes so the minor inconvenience of having camel spit coming at you from outside yeah i mean you can set up like a kind of rudimentary spit catcher couldn't you you could put like up some fabric or something so mm-hmm. that he just like spits into a net
0: right okay so you would rather that okay so that's fair enough alex i didn't really get an answer from you
2: well, you did.
0: Well, the I didn't. The camel really. is outside. Is out of my tent. So, it, the, it, so the body of the camel is outside your tent. Yeah. but
2: Its head will still be in. No, the, no. I won't allow the head to be in. I'll just i close. I would be like, out you go, Dave. 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 Dave the camel. Yeah. Right. Out you go. No head as well, and then shut it and shut the tent off because it's too cold out there. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to freeze my bollocks off. All right, okay. I was stay nice and warmer, so... Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That's the
1: first one. We're in agreement. Awesome. Excellent.
0: Alexa, turn off. Honestly. Have um, you ever considered meeting her during this? I uh, No, I forgot she existed. Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> um, next, that's a good relationship. Next bit. Um, okay, so another would you rather. Would you rather have the ability to read the minds of everyone in the world... Or be able to move objects with your mind. Tom, I'll start with you with this one. I'm already feeling
1: the telekinesis thing here. Because right. I I would say, without wanting to go too extreme, I would say the average person has plenty of thoughts that I don't want to consider. Right. And I worry about how people think a lot of the time. I wouldn't want to know that. Right. Um... So yeah, being able to move shit with my mind abso-fucking-lutely.
0: But don't you you think that if you knew what everyone was thinking, then you could have an an advantage on them and then change it to, you know, your... You know, you you can get something out of it, if you think about it. Only
1: if you see the average person as an enemy, which I don't.
2: Fair. Alex? Yeah, definitely the the, uh, moving stuff with my mind. Moving stuff of your mind. What would you move? Furniture. Um, right. Yeah, I'd I'd move. Obviously, when I'm at work, it'd be a lot more easier to move the kegs around because they're quite heavy. Right. So it'd just be nice just to look at it and just kind of think, make th- think about it moving, and then it just moves. Oh, okay. I was like, when it's going over there, and there it is. Yeah. Just. So much easier.
1: Alex is showing the same kind of feelings that I would have towards it, because this is the type of thing that you could easily put to kind of grandiose or nefarious use. But I think both of us, are, both of us are coming at it from a state of. Yeah, that would actually just make our ordinary lives easier. Like, we'd still have the same yeah. jobs. We'd yep. still have the same day-to-day activity. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to improve it with a little bit of telekinesis. Yeah. brilliant. Yeah,
0: exactly, I know, exactly. Rather than be like, oh, I'm the only person in the world who can move stuff with their mind and actually it's true, you, you guys would be like, nope, same life, work, you know, nine to five, but during that nine to five, it'll be a little bit more useful. Basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't try and, like, you know... Do like a show at the O2 and be like, oh, hey, does anyone want to see me move, you know, a a monster truck without any effort?
2: No, because that just sounds a bit boring.
0: That sounds boring. Yeah. But yet you moving things at work isn't.
1: You don't want to be a 21st century David Copperfield. No one's into that. All right. Yeah. You just get a load of YouTube conspiracy theorists just going, I can show you how this was all a fake. And then they won't do that. And then everyone will believe them because, as said in the previous question... The average person, you,
0: you, yeah, they're not all there. I think you both are missing a trick there with financially financial gain, but okay. Um, next one. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party knowing that you'll clog it, or would you rather poop in the bushes in the
2: backyard?
0: Alex, I'll go with you.
2: Um, toilet, clog it, blame it on somebody else.
0: Right. What if someone saw you go in there, though? And oh, they I'll knew just, you were lying.
2: I just said it was there before I went. Right. What
0: if that person who spotted you, though, went in there before you and they knew it was clogged?
2: Well, I'll just say that it that must have been them that um, caused it. Because <laughs> You started arguing with a stranger just to prove you didn't clog it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: a
0: bit like you. Oh, what, like you did on the coach toilet? <laughs> exactly. <board? laughs> uh, well, no, actually, that was an unprovoked attack by a bunch of Americans, Right we're not doing this again but yeah
1: it's interesting that you're questioning alex's logic when you've got real life experience of doing absolutely that so in contrast to the first two questions i think this is the first time where i'm going to give the opposite answer to alex <laughs> now before i answer if you choose the bushes option right is someone seeing
0: you uh you run the risk yes I can't, I can't say yes or no. That You know what it's like if you were to actually go into the bushes. The number one thing you don't want any- to happen is someone to see you. For me, it comes
1: down then to kind
0: of what stage
1: of the party is this? Is this the stage like at three o'clock in the morning where a good two thirds of people that have gone home and the only people that are still there are kind of like the hangers on and the casualties? No, the no, room. no. This
0: is peak party time you know where they'll be like oh where's tom where's tom gone that yeah i in
1: which case i revert back to the previous option because if there's more people there as alex said there's more people to blame it on and (laughs) there's more people to catch you if you go with the second option right yeah if there's more people there it's the toilet every time if there if it's like everyone's a comatose wreck
0: on the floor at 3 a.m yeah
1: it, it's the bushes
0: okay what if Tom though someone says to you oh I know you did it and they and they're doing it in that really low um, unprovoked totally aggressive way of being like you've ruined this party because you clogged the toilet
1: then I would use my previously gained telekinesis and hit him in the head with a chair <laughs> Hello oh, and welcome back to the Our Bottom Podcast in the new year. So a very happy 2022 to one and all of our listeners. Thank you very much for coming back and for sticking with us. Um, thank you also to our mysterious voice man at the beginning of the episode, um, who the last I heard was seen in the seven bobbing for old, uh, old rubber Wellington boots. <laughs>
0: Have you heard about that, mate? <laughs> yes, I did, yes. And I heard he was looking for it for because he, he lives he lives with his granny, doesn't he? He lives in his granny in Slough and he lives under the basement like, um, you know, Harry Potter. And so what he does every week as part of his, you know, community service every week for a crime that I don't know. I think Alex may know exactly what that is about. Um, but he essentially goes around and he picks those up and then sells them on eBay for about a couple of quid.
2: But that's kind of what he got done for,
0: though. He got done for... What? Yeah,
2: well, because he got done for stealing Wellington boots and then selling them, selling them on eBay at £2 a pair. What was wrong with them? What, eh? What was wrong with them? What was wrong with the Wellington boots? Yeah, that he just had from, to get arrested. Well, they, they, they were too small. The reason why, because he was stealing them from, from um, like children's shops.
0: Right.
2: Like, um, I thought you said
0: he was stealing the children.
2: No, he wasn't stealing children. Right, okay. No, 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 no. If he was doing that, then he should still be in jail. All right, okay. I hope he's not doing that. Ideally, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um,
0: yeah. I did hear he, he has got a kid now that he picked up from um, Asda's trolley in the car park called Damien,
2: I think. Damien? Damien, yeah. I, heard, uh, <laughs> yeah. I heard... I heard his name was Harriet. Oh, really? Yeah. That's
0: very modern. Very modern. So, yeah. So, you know... We're just trying to help the community, aren't we, Tom?
1: Absolutely. He's, uh, I don't want to stretch and call him a friend, but he's a hes a character. He's an acquaintance. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, um, we will jump into our topic very shortly. Um, but before we do, it is time, as I'm sure you've all been waiting for, Yay. to read out the winners of, uh. Nick's crap DVD giveaway where we will be reading your answers from the uh, fear episode we asked you to tell us um, what your biggest fears or silliest fears were um, and so yeah again we've got a we've got a couple of responses we would also like to start off by giving an anonymous shout out to uh, Alex's friend who has the mortifying fear of beans because that's what started it all um but for obvious reasons she does not want any personal information revealed so shout out to her specifically it's baked beans she's okay with kidney beans yep sorry my my mistake i did did was just baked beans because there's something particularly (laughs) horrifying about them um so similar to the uh, similar to the previous episode, where we have kind of one which is horrifying and one which is a winner, uh, it's the, it's the same here. So I'd like to start off with the honourable mention of um, of Luke from Margate. Now, his phobia is water, but the reason—I mean, it sounds ridiculous—but the reason for this. Is because he's actually allergic to water. Now I'm going to have to hand over to Nick here because Luke is one of Nick's friends, um, and I am still struggling to get my head around the concept of this. So, yeah. if you can give us a little bit of backstory. Yeah. This, so Nick. basically,
0: he is allergic uh, to water. Where he gets, pre- um, he has like medicated. Um, oh, what's it called when you fiddle with? Uh, what's it called when you've pardon oh sorry it's just burping at the same time um <laughs> that's not that's not the issue when you fiddle with what when you fiddle with um oh yeah that was a bit anti- yeah climax uh yes uh, he, uh, you know when you like change the ingredient of something um he cannot drink tap water um because he's allergic to it and if he was to drink it he would get very unwell and poorly and probably end up dead um so he actually uh, gets from a certain uh pharmacy company he actually gets a specific like kind of tablets that you crush and then you put in uh water kind of like if you were to go to um uganda um because the water out there you can't drink it because it's filthy and dirty and really bad for your system you get these tablets and you crush them and put them in and it gets rid of all the bacteria he has one of those things for like Just general water, because obviously we need water to survive. So so
1: is he basically
0: allergic to the impurities in water? Uh, I think he is, yes. So it has to be filtered
1: the shit out of before he can come into contact with. But
0: of course it means that whenever someone offers him a glass of water when he goes into their house, it's just like, you know, it's like saying, oh, hey, Jesus, you're back from the dead. And then he's surrounded by lots of, you know, uh, crucifix, crucified, crucifixion like crosses. You know what I mean? No. Not sure I'm keeping that analogy, but
1: yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair though, isn't it? So uh, yeah, shout, shout out to Luke for that, because that sounds horrifying. So uh, thank <laughs> you for sharing that with us. Um, this week's winner, um, we have an email, um, which uh, Alex, if you can provide us
2: with what our email address is. Oh, yes, I can. It's our bottom podcast at yahoo.com. Someone's used it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, someone's actually used it.
2: Um, but
0: also, nice. Alex, what, what's the other thing they can find us on? On Facebook, what is it?
2: Our Bottom Podcast. And um, Instagram? Our Bottom Podcast. Excellent. Brilliant.
1: Thank you. Um, so, yeah, uh, we have a, uh, a young chap who has sent in an email. And uh, so this is uh, Dan from Liverpool. And he said, all right, lads. Um, so as a child... I had an irrational fear of uh, Mr. Chips. Uh, In his own words, that creepy yellow git from Catchphrase. (laughs) Um, He said, uh, I used to be terrified that he was coming up the stairs to get me, but his movements were in that kind of weird pixelated style rather than how a normal person would walk. Um, Lost a lot of sleep to that guy, bastard. Excellent. Thanks, Dan. Oh, that's brilliant. it's succinct it's to the point it's terrible um <laughs> and i hope he's found peace now so thank you dan for that well, I think, I think thank you amazing. for listening to us yeah i think that's great for uh, <laughs> for submitting that to us and wow. uh, as a result of that uh, you will be swiftly receiving a copy of phone booth so we'll need to take your address details um in the not too far future yeah So, uh, that's uh, Nick's Crap DVD giveaway sorted for another fortnight. (laughs) So, uh, there you go. Good. Excellent. So, back on to why we are here.
2: Well, before before we go ahead with that, Tom, um, Mm. how how are you feeling today, Nick? I'm all right. I'm good. Just because the other day, um, a friend of mine um, sent me a message. Oh, right. After listening to um, to our podcast. Right. And this is what she had to say. She to, said. She said, yes. Right, I'm going, okay. I'm going to play it now. Right.
0: This is just a quick message to let you know that I am never, ever, ever listening to a podcast again out in public because I look like a fucking maniac <laughs> laughing at Nick talking about his very strange crush on older ladies and and spoons I'm not doing it anymore I'm afraid I'm gonna be
2: sectioned <laughs> so Nick these reminders how do you say sp- how, how would you have said spoons
0: uh, well, first off, can I clarify that I don't fancy older ladies, right? Wait, right. I think if you when wish. did I say that?
1: You did when you were a child. Oh, oh, oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the speech therapist. Yeah, because yeah. you,
1: you mysteri- Because as a child, you had your um, support teachers who apparently made up a super group of '90s female pop stars. Yes, they did.
0: Danny Minogue Emma Bunton, and the lead, you know, Andrea that Kors. singer from Coors, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Oh, yeah, Spoons. Uh, what is it? Spoons. <laughs> Spoonism. Well, good. So, I, yeah. I'm glad my disability has, you know, had a had a positive impact. on yeah but, so,
2: yeah, but people are laughing at you, Nick. Well, uh, well, all right. With that tone,
0: you're making it seem like you're having a go at me. Why are you having a go at me?
2: I'm not having a
0: go. You it's, are having a go. He's like, men. "You're doing this." It's do. not. It's not me. You do have
1: a bit of a persecution complex,
0: mate. <laughs> well, I uh, no, I don't. It's the pair of you, right? Like the. the... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have a persecution complex. It's you two attacking me
1: all yes, the time. Yes, it's
0: exactly it, right? Okay. <laughs> well, whoever that right? made okay. young, you know, delightful young lady is.
2: Right? Uh, that was my friend Kelly. <laughs> Hello. So so Hello. so, thank you,
0: Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. So much for listening. It's great, isn't it? Oh, she. I love Kelly. She's great. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: She laughs at you.
0: Well, you know, I bring her happiness and, you know, joy to her life and make her laugh out loud. What do you do, Alex?
2: I I just talk to her every now and again.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Nothing. Pathetic. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway,
1: so thank you, Kelly, and thank you again to everyone who is uh, putting up with our nonsense, whether in public or otherwise. So, now that all of that is out of the way with, um, we are here to bring in a new year, nice and positively, with the subject matter of hatred. Uh, So, hello everyone. Um, So, obviously, again, we, we have all experienced it. I think we're playing a little bit into the standard kind of around Christmas, getting the grumpy old men on TV, talking about, Things that they don't understand. So this week we are playing it a little bit differently. We normally have kind of a couple of uh, different sections. Whereas this week, I think it's probably going to end up a little bit more of an angry stream of consciousness from three people who should know better. Um, So, obviously, we all know what hate means. But it wouldn't be an introduction without having the dictionary definition of hatred. Of course it would. So it is... Of course, it would. so yeah, it is <laughs> as follows: feel intense dislike for, have a strong aversion to, express strong dislike for, criticize, or abuse, denoting hostile actions motivated by intense dislike or prejudice, an intensely disliked person or thing, or. Used politely to express one's regret or embarrassment at doing something, such as, I hate to bother you.
2: Oh.
1: I'm editing out your noises,
0: Nick. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was being really stressed and angry. Didn't you like it? We can bring that out later. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Don't right, Don't but... say you're going to do something and then apologise. Jesus. Come on. So, uh, yes. Yes.
1: So that is what hate is, as if you didn't know. So I suppose the question that has to go out to all of us equally and is going to be the subject for this episode, what do you intensely dislike to the point where you would say, I
0: hate this? Mushrooms. Nick I'm gonna start with you oh okay no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> now do you know what Tom that's great because I was gonna say just interject before Alex did to say can we listen to Alex because I imagine he's got a massive list this is like Alex's perfect episode right but <laughs> so, like, so many episodes during like love and happiness you could tell it was what you know a lion in a cage wanted to get
2: out and I want to hear I right what what <laughs> don't start doing impressions of me uh, no, uh, uh, right, <laughs> You're right. Uh, 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 spurs. <laughs> Go on. Oh, fuck's sake!
1: Thank you for bringing that up, there, Alex. I would like to stress to the listeners: this is liable to be a particularly sweary episode. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah i I hate mushrooms. <laughs> really, like, uh, to to a point out, not the sort of like the the magic variety. Um, which I, I don't do that, any of that. I have never have done but that, because I hate hallucinations as well. freaks me out. You mean drugs? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the food variant that just seems to... that people just put in stupid things like spaghetti, polonade. I leave it out. That's wrong? Oh, okay. All right. it's just I don't like the texture. I don't like the fact that they, they've got hairs. I don't like the fact it's fungus. It should be banned. Right. Cannot stand mushrooms. Cannot stand mushrooms. Like, and it just feels like, like when you get them ready meals, it pisses me off because they don't warn you. I feel like they should come with a warning sign because I'm not no, I'm not. They come with a list of ingredients. Yes, but it's not a warning sign, is it? It's not. It shouldn't have to be. (laughs) It should. There should be a thing like you get like in a bag of peanuts may contain nuts. hmm. There should be in big writing contains mushrooms. Right.
0: But no, but but if you consume mushrooms, nothing bad's going to happen.
2: Yes, it will, to me. Like what? I, en- I, end up, I end up gagging. That's just like, just the, the thought of a mushroom going down my throat just makes me want to be sick. Right. So... So, yeah, I hate mushrooms. I'm going to have to say that
1: as much as I've kind of pointed out an objection here, I am much the same as Alex, but not when it comes to mushrooms, when it comes to onions. Now, this is a particular problem because obviously onions make up quite a large quantity of like background ingredients, whereas yes. I can't I can't have them at all. Again, there's like there's kind of a texture thing. There's the smell thing. I mean, obviously, there's the old stereotype of how you can't even prepare them without it causing you distress. Yes. Um, just There's no preparation of onion where I can stomach it. I can't stand cheese and onion crisps. I can't stand anything with, like, as I say, with it as, like, a base ingredient. Like, if I make a bolognese, for example, even though it's a standard staple, I can't do it. Absolutely really? cannot do it. That's so when it when it comes to like, kind of going out, even if it's to somewhere like McDonald's or something, then I'm always that. I'm so happy for the automated ordering screens in McDonald's now, because I've always had to grow up with the affliction of saying, oh, can I be that person? Can I be the one that takes everything off? Whereas you can just put it into a screen, and if someone thinks you're difficult, you don't have to see it in their face. But I just, everything about them is just
0: vile and repugnant and makes Uh, me unwell yeah i mean with onions like i i i i get both things because i wouldn't deliberately choose to eat both of those things i i have onions in like cooking or for example but like out of the two mushrooms are the texture yeah it's like eating a snail i've been told if you've been to france or whatever and done that thing but with onions it the smell of it kind of like garlic, it's kind of a bit like morning breath, where it's kind of like foggy and m- you know mossy kind of smell. Which onions is
2: are great. Like, why are we dissing on- onions all of a sudden? Not dissing them. I'm saying At- Tom because doesn't. I fucking hate Tom-, them. Tom-, Tom doesn't
0: like them. I'm <laughs> saying they are decent and they have a place. But I wouldn't obviously like eat a, you know, a full onion.
1: But who would? I would. I don't think anyone would eat a full onion unless they're a lunatic.
2: I I'd see. I would. Am I a lunatic? Oh, no. God. Yes. Oh. Clearly, you've just admitted to mental illness. <laughs> there's something wrong with that. Um, fake videos on Facebook—they're a thing, right? And they're really winding me up. What do you mean fake videos? Well, they're, obviously they're real videos because I'm watching it. Yeah, I was going to say. But there's a fundamental problem. Yeah, with that. and they—what well, the ones that really annoy me are the ones where they kind of make it seem like there's like a, a contentious thing going on and people are confronting each other this that and the other just just happened to be really convenient that somebody used to start recording at the point of all of that starting no I saw, I saw one the other day it was just like this person this woman's pushed a trolley into this man's car and so the man she's ran off, got into her car and the man's retaliated by putting a trolley at either end of her car and you go this is so staged this is so staged and it it's just you go on Facebook, and it's just full of it—people right. wanting social media notoriety—and it really winds me up. It's just like I
1: feel. I feel like the, the the social media notoriety thing is something we're probably going to touch on a little bit more later in the episode, anyway. Oh, I think so. Partic- particularly when it comes to you. But I will say, <laughs> Alex, that there is—I uh, discovered this the other day. There is actually a subreddit that is just for you. Um... It's basically called Why Were You Filming? (laughs) Which is basically (laughs) kind of saying, you know, obviously things, you know, things happen. I I don't dispute for one second that things happen in the real world and you just go, oh, I wish I'd had a camera to record that. But it seems amazing the number of people that apparently have a camera ready, like, at just that moment for something to happen. Like, I haven't seen the video you're referring to, Alex, but... You know, if, if, did you say this happened in, like, a supermarket car park? Yeah. Why, in the name of Jesus, would you be filming a car park... Exactly. ...if you weren't expecting something to happen?
2: Yeah, and that's, and that's what really kind of... And they, they try and sell it off as if it was like, oh, my God, look what happened. No, look what you all decided, as a group of fucking friends, to happen... <laughs> It's just, but people buy it, yeah. And, that, I, and I don't have to ask what annoys me more. I don't know if it's I hate the video or I hate that people are so bloody gullible.
0: I think it's kind of that, yeah. Because I mean, one thing that I hate more than most things is um, crap forced like TV. Like, for example, you know, like Gemma Collins, like the woman from the only way is Essex, yeah, yeah. and. There's a woman who was on Love Island called Olivia and she did a program called Olivia Meets Her Match. The thing is that these are two very superficial women who aren't doing anything with their lives, but they are like the DZ list, but they're just like, well, you know, I'm fabulous and I'm on the telly, so it's great. And and like, for example, with Olivia, um, all she does is, is just take pictures of her like plastic face and her body just doing bikini shots and that's kind of it and she said in one like vt for the program she was like my cl- you know school teacher said to me once been like oh no olivia it's not life it isn't about makeup you actually have to work hard at stuff and you can't just focus on your makeup and your hair and take pictures of yourself all day well look at me now it's just like yeah that's not that's not something to aspire to but the thing that i hate above all above all that is that i can't stop watching it <laughs> so, so basically,
1: you've gone into this whole rant about other people, and then it turns out that the source of the hatred is yourself. Yes, yeah. it is.
0: Yes, it is. I hate it. I can't stand it. Like Gemma Collins, right? When there was Corona, um, the, my twin sister, she could do an amazing GC. She calls herself the GC. She's like, I'm the GC, sweetheart. I change people's lives. And she was on the phone one time to a customer because she sells like candles or chocolate or something and she was just like because you've had kidney failure and dialysis i'm gonna send you free with your order today a copy of a candle gc candle absolutely for free would you like red or khaki and it's just kind of like because she's you know she runs out of breath and she's trying to sound dramatic but it's like you're just giving a candle away for free (laughs) do you know what i mean And then as well as that, right, there's another trashy TV program I hate. One called 90 Day Fiance. Can't stand that, right? You know, says what it is. Why
2: why is there a time limit on how long people can be engaged for?
0: Well, I think it's more, yeah, I I think it's either being engaged or they have to know them for 90 days and then they get married. So it's one of the two, but either way, that's rubbish. This one, cheapskate, can't stand this one, right? And it's basically, the best way to describe it is, and I've looked it up, it says it's, um, uh, this is basically a bunch of people who, uh, to cut down on expenses, they share various unique means to avoid irrelevant expenses and live a, what is it, is it a frugal lifestyle? Um, So for example, one example, there's a guy who, he says, oh, you know, um, I have a thing called uh, toilet flush Sunday. People go, oh, what's that? And he's like, right, I don't flush the toilet during the whole week. Do you know how much money I spend flushing the toilet? You know, that's easy, you know, if you add it up over three months, that's easy about $100. So what I do is, is, uh, or £100. So what I do is I just flush the toilet on Sunday. Someone does that? Is he flushing his toilet with champagne? How the fuck does it cost that much? I I, I know, but this is the thing it doesn't cost that much. It's something pathetic like 0.5 pence. But these people are so obsessed with trying to save money. Like there was an American dad um, who he reused his condoms. Right? He he would oh he would use I the. I wish com- you hadn't said that. Yeah, yeah. But what? No. What I he would do? Know. He would fin. He, he would finish using them, but then he would actually use them. Um, Uh, like for party hats and like balloons for like you know like his grandchildren's birthday bollocks
1: no 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 no. it's
0: true it's absolutely true but I can't stand it I'm like what are you doing
2: but the the reusable condom thing
0: yeah
2: I mean if you're reusing it for the purpose as long as it's with the same same partner yeah I think it's fine is it yeah I mean we can't 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 afford (laughs) You know, to go to Boots,
0: go to the counter, hold your head up high, hello,
2: I, I just, look
0: the person counter counteress in the eye, and just be like, "Hello, three pounds for these, please."
1: I don't think you need to tell the woman at the counter how much they cost. I think she's got a till specifically <laughs> for that purpose.
0: I guess that is
2: true, yeah.
1: Um, and also, you can self scan it.
0: But
2: anyway, Karen.
1: Also, I'm not I'm not brushing over the fact that you think this is okay, Alex. I'm sorry.
2: Because well, that... I, I had this thought a couple of weeks ago. Um, what, of reusing your condom? Yeah, because I was drinking out of a plastic cup. Where is this going? And it's, oh. it, and the plastic cup says, I am reusable. Right. Yeah, because it's a fucking plastic cup. Right, go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I said to my friend, I said to my friend, um, like, they should start doing condoms like this. Oh. We're, we're living in a world now where everything needs to be recycled and, and reused over and over again. Condoms... Not there yet. I don't think the polar ice caps are melting because of people not, re, you know, recycling their condoms. I, I'm, th- I'm th- thinking about taking this idea onto Dragon's Den.
0: Great. Good luck with that. Didn't you say earlier you don't like being laughed at? Who, me?
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. And he was quite quick earlier on to say how everyone's laughing at me, Tom. <laughs> so let's bear that in. Let's get the context of this, yeah? Um, well, you reminded me, Alex, of that as well. There was someone on this programme who uh, they reused their tissues uh, they reuse their tissues, so what they do is they blow in it, and then they um, put it out in the sun so to dry, and then they reuse it again. So they don't have to buy another box. That's fine. I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's not what? fine. It's, it's fundamentally
1: not, okay. not fine. There is, I mean, obviously, there is, I suppose, kind of the precursor to that, because I know it's an outdated concept now, but you've got, obviously, handkerchiefs. Where you know you use them specifically for that purpose, you wash them and then you reuse them. Letting a tissue dry is—it's basically a disgusting reduction of that. So it's—it's it's not okay at all. It's not okay on any that, level. There's no. logic in that. You're not using
2: it on anyone else, are you? You're just sharing your own germs with yourself. It's fine.
1: In which case, Alex, thank you for saying that. So let's tie it back round to what you just said about condoms. You are using that with somebody else and i I get that's why i said the same partner
2: the same partner
0: yeah
1: but uh, right the whole thing that you brought up about like recycling and that sure like with recycling things get you know kind of broken down to like their main like plastic elements and then repurposed recycling is not using a disposable item more than once. Can we just get that out the way? It's my goal. If you use the
2: disposable item, you get rid. It's my goal, and I reckon I can get Ella Thunberg involved in this one. It's my goal that by 2050, I want everybody to be name's Greta, but all right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Greta Thunberg. (laughs) I want everyone by 2050 to be asking their their sexual partners who are using a condom, have you used this one on somebody else? That's my goal. Right. Right. Okay.
1: But the thing is, I think if you were to do that and you got, like you say, kind of asking people that, if people say yes, that's more a damning indictment on the general public rather than... People saying, "Yeah, Alex, you're on
2: to a winner there." Yeah, but it saves the planet, doesn't it? It might ruin a few relationships, but it will save ultimately. It'll save the planet. Wow! Wow!
1: (laughs) So, bringing this swiftly back round to hate, um, I hate that Alex, you've brought that into the universe. So, thank you very much for that.
2: Oh, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. Recyclable condoms. You've heard it here first.
1: God. And last, hopefully. (laughs) Right, well, that brings me on to a nice one. I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but some knobhead outside has just decided to rev the engine on what I'm already imagining is like a 1985 Citroen Saxo (laughs) to take it down a road that you can probably go at maximum 10 miles an hour down. Who is that
0: for? (laughs) He's trying to impress the
2: lady, don't I? Well, but driving very, very quickly away from her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just drive, driving really, really fast. Just
0: love
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what <dollar laughs> a night. <three." laughs> ah. Oh. Look how sexy I am. Have I used his condiments?
1: No, we're not. We're not going back to that, Alex. <laughs> really. But yeah, that, like that kind of. <laughs> right.
0: right.
1: So that, yeah, that oh. kind of behaviour, I, I fucking hate. Obviously, I touched on it in the, uh, in that episode before, where we were talking about the the kid who fell off a bike and was like, oh, what are you looking at?" Like, yeah, because it wasn't you being a knobhead in the first place. Like, who are you trying to impress? Oh yeah, don't I saw it
2: the other day. There was these two two lads on on their mopeds. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 let's. And one of us like, was on a main road, on an A road, and he was doing a wheelie, and I I I just wanted to go over that and just kind of give his moped a little kick so it fell off it. I, I would not, and it would have got. Oh mate, what what are you doing that for, man? I fucking act responsibly, you prick. You're on the road. Yeah. You could fucking fall off and get injured. Yes, I just realised I pushed you off the moped, but you had it coming. <laughs>
0: You could say the same about an elderly person in a mobility scooter, would you? Would You
2: You probably
1: couldn't, but go on. No, you know what?
2: It's really da- Pavements are really dangerous places these days. P- Pavements? Pavements are not safe places these days. Are they not? I feel a lot more safe walking in a road. Right. Because, like, as you say, like you've got, uh, you got the elderly people, and not just elderly people, younger people as well in these mobility scooters, mm-hmm. tearing it up at, like... 15 miles per hour.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's accurate to refer to the movement
2: of a mobility scooter as tearing it up, but you do you. Well, when I'm walking and they're coming, speeding towards me without any warning, then yes, they're tearing it up. And then there's also these people and these bloody e-scooters. Oh,
0: you mean like the, yeah, where they're standing on it and they... Yeah,
2: and it it moves itself because it's got an engine and everything. Yeah. And it's just like, I had it the other day. I had a mobility scooter coming towards me and an e-scooter behind me. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm not going to win this.
0: You are out-scooted.
2: Yeah, I, I was just like, I've got so many vehicles that are going around me, I might as well just walk into the road.
0: Yeah. Well, there is a thing where, you know, I think there's a minor law somewhere saying that if you have a motorised vehicle of any sort, then you should not be on the... If you have wheels, then you should not be on the pavement.
2: Put them on the road. They've got wheels. They've got an
0: engine. Put them on the road. I, th- I think if <clears throat> if something um, has a registration number, then it should be on the road. If it doesn't have a registration number, it shouldn't be on well, the
2: road. Give them, give them registration numbers. Give them registration Although, I, I'll
0: mm. be honest, Alex. I'm going to
1: have to challenge what you just said there. Go it's on. got wheels. It's got motors. It should be on the road. Yeah. I am now just imagining a mobility scooter on the M25. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not going to end well. That is a good point, actually, because see, the other day, there was there was um, somebody on their mobility scooter, uh, and they were driving on the road, and there was just like a, a row of traffic behind them. I just like sort of looked, I just kind of went... I don't think the person heard me, but I was just like, get off the fucking road. So,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, even if they didn't hear you, Alex, I can't imagine that was the first or last
0: time they'd been told that. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it very much. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick, what are you looking at on your phone? you you're very distracted. I've got such a long list of things that I hate that I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I hate really. Well, a massive bit and I think you guys I'd be intrigued to know your thoughts. Basically, film, sequels, prequels and interquels that are recycling the same idea with nothing original about them. And I'm mainly aiming this at Disney, right? So you know all the classic Disney Ooh, films? careful. Yeah, no, you will understand this, right?
2: Mm.
0: Did you know there's a ba- Bambi 2? Did you know there's a Cinderella 3?
2: There's a Cinderella 2?
0: Exactly. That's the point, right? There's The Lion King 2 and 3, there's a the Little Mermaid 2, they you know, and all of the classics, they all have really far in superior in regards to uh, voice acting, uh, animation and songs and just general disney-ness. Pathetic. Right. Technically there is a Lion King 1.5. Well, n- well, let's be realistic. It's the third one. It's the third film that they made and they clearly were trying to do it um, from a marketing sense of being like Okay well how do we rip off the original Or have a bit of the original But a new film of it They did. All that. I'm going to
1: say is just Don't come for A homosexual with a deep understanding Of the rich Disney lore
0: I have a deep understanding of it But I don't have to be a homosexual Right I <laughs> I'm amazed you're not infuriated <laughs> by this Yeah well I'm I'm amazed that you're not as infuriated As I am about it Um, I, well, I am and I'm not. When it comes to things like Cinderella and obviously
1: their adaptations of, you know, kind of classic children's stories, that's the kind of thing that I'm just like, you should not be messing with that. Like, if you want to give like a big all singing, all dancing interpretation, fantastic. Mm -hmm. However, if it's like kind of Disney's own IP and it's things like, I don't know, Lilo and Stitch and The Emperor's New Groove and things like that, these are things that have obviously, you know, they've created these characters, which maybe cynically might have just been with, let's get the plush toys out of these cute characters and then let's build a story around them. Those things, sure, have 97 straight to DVD sequels, whatever. But yeah, with with like Cinderella and that, it's just like, who are you to mess with
0: history? Yes. Well, it's like, but the sad thing is with a lot of these sequels as well, they're just, they're going back to and trying to redo what had come before. I mean, if you look at The Lion King 2, Simba's pride, right? All the main plot developments and parts of that story is exactly the same as the first one. But with different characters who we really don't give a monkeys about and also they've got rubbish songs in it. So why would you watch a masterpiece redone again, but not done as well? Another thing I found out um as well over the Christmas period was the fact, did you know there's a Home Alone 6? <laughs> Jesus. Home alone? I knew, I knew there were three but six. No, I knew there was four, but then last year I learned there was five and then this year they've released it's called Home Sweet Home Alone where a British kid who's a little bit chubby around the sides um lives in America with his British mum and his American dad and they lo and behold they forget their child. And he basically says the exact same lines as Kevin McAllister from the first film. Two burglars come into it and he's just like, oh, it's my, it's my house. I have to defend it. Like Hermione bloody Granger saying someone else's lines. And um, I am going to have to say
1: something here that is going to really disappoint you. While you've been talking about Home Alone, I've had to Google something and you're going to hate this. Go yes. on.
2: Yes.
0: Go on. So
1: <laughs> I think I already know. But the, go on. The Lion King 2. Simba's pride. Mm -hmm. Overall, consumer spending on The Lion King 2 accumulated around $300 million, roughly the same figure of its predecessor's theatrical release at that time, and continues to be one of the top-selling direct-to-video releases of all time, with $464.5 million worldwide in sales and rentals. But... What do you have to say I about that? I have quite a that. lot to say about
0: that Tom actually I'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> Because the fact, simple fact <laughs> is right That is All those people who spent 300 million dollars 300 billion dollars That's a stat Every single one of those people In some small way or another You know, part, you know They may not have noticed it but their brain did um, Would have been very disappointed With that film compared to the first one it, it, it just it is not for, somebody come forward to me and argue why the second one is on par, which is not correct or even in worst <laughs> cases better than the original. I don't think there's going to be anyone making that argument. By you saying that, you're making it seem like it's exactly on par and the same in some way or calibre as the first one, which it isn't. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. That is absolutely not what I'm then saying. Then what were you trying to say? That's the reason that they made it, because they knew it would make money, because it has the characters, it has the cast, so that's why they did it. It, I'm doesn't, not it, does, it doesn't have the cast, it's, it's
0: totally... The only brought back, Matthew Broderick, because who else is going to play Simba and Nala, because, you know, she was working as a... You know, don't
1: forget don't forget James Earl Jones as Mufasa, thank you. No, they,
0: they actually didn't bring him back into it. They used his old takes, outtakes from the first film into the second one. I will
1: say, though, that, I mean, in comparison to a lot of other Disney films, a lot of, I mean, I wouldn't say The Lion King is probably the biggest one of people have gone back to it for the voice cast. Yeah, but if you're... Maybe with the exception of
0: Rowan Atkinson. But 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 the thing is, is that, and this is why I'm saying, like, with Home Alone, like, six, six, um... um <laughs> you know, and there's American Pie, four, five, six, and seven.
1: It's just, like... When, arguably, they shouldn't have been a first one.
2: I want to say something a bit controversial here. You better Ooh. be careful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will gut you like a fish. Do you remember <laughs> what I did with Tom and the knife? Put the knife down, Nick.
2: Like, go on. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Home Alone. Ooh. Now I can't say if I've ever actually sat down and watched it. But... So
0: already this logic falls
1: apart, right? Okay. Yeah, not not off to a you're shit,
2: Right. I think I've seen bits, and I've just kind of gone, nah. But I don't know if that's just because it's just... Ed- like, it's just a film that everyone kind of goes, oh, it's Home Alone, it's great, you know, it's everybody's favourite Christmas film, well, and then yeah. therefore I just can't be bothered to watch it.
0: The reasons why you should watch it, those reasons make you not
2: want to watch it? I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm. I'm glad that we
1: didn't discuss this during the Christmas episode. <laughs>
2: I would have glassed him <laughs>
0: with a bottle of port.
1: <laughs> I will say, though, I mean, I, I kind of get Alex's point of view, but I am going to still say he's wrong. So right. for me, I mean, Christmas films in general, they don't do a lot for me. No. I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, I will say that one probably is my favourite because um, I, I think it, it stands up well as a film in its own right, where I think the problem with a lot of Christmas films is just like, you're just basically covering a load of things in tinsel and finding new and unimaginative ways to reach the end goal two hours later of. And that's what the magic
2: of Christmas is. Yeah, and there's always people... No! There's always people falling in love, isn't there? I I want a Christmas film where it's fundamentally around somebody who has a very lonely Christmas, has got a partner wakes up on Christmas Day, what, maybe one or two presents, and and has beans on toast for dinner. That's what I want to see. I want to see reality. Something else that I can me, like you're going on about like, Disney films, mm-hmm. is these modern live-action remakes.
0: Yeah. I,
2: I don't think I've watched any of them, and I've got no burning desire to watch them. Leave them as they are.
1: Couldn't agree more. I agree. I could not agree more. I watched the Aladdin one, Aladdin, which is probably in my top three Disney films, it doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't add to any kind of sense of wonder. It doesn't do anything that the original story didn't. It's just basically, oh, look at the computer effects we've got. Look at Will Smith. Imagine him blue. No, I don't care. It's not Robin Williams. It's not funny. It's not enchanting. It's just miserable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, so I think I saw a little bit of the live-action Lion King. It was yeah. against it was against my will. Um, <laughs> a friend put it on just to just
1: imagining off. Alex in that scene in a Clockwork Orange where he's been put into a cinema on his own with his eyes like kind of held open with wires <laughs> in a jacket, Please, watching no The no live-action Lion
0: King. King.
2: Race, no. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> no! I started. Moving on. Um, I was quite up for the idea of the live action Iron King when they, when they announced the idea of it. So I was like, oh, okay. As someone say have uh, Jeremy Irons playing Scar. Fair play. And they didn't have Jeremy Irons playing Scar. and I, that was, that was, I refused to watch it. Yeah. Because for, for me, Jeremy Irons made Scar the character that Scar was. Completely. Totally. totally arguably, arguably yeah. for me, the, the, the best. Um Disney villain. Oh I oh, I I love winding you up, Nick. You you're doing a, no, you're doing I, a very I, good I'm
1: job. So, I'm sorry, Nick. I I am 100 percent Team Alex here. Scar is just the best <laughs> Disney villain. I'm I'm gonna go further than this. I'm gonna say Be Prepared is the best Disney yes. villain song. Oh yeah. And so the the changes that they I think actually, although I haven't seen the Lion King, uh, the, the remake, um, I know fundamentally the reason that I won't. With Be Prepared, what they've basically done is turned it into 90 seconds of spoken word that no. vaguely holds the same theme of Be Prepared. The whole reason that Be Prepared worked is that it was camp, it was theatrical, yes. it was over-the-top evil, it was perfect. But then they were just like, oh,
0: but you know, the kids are too gritty for that these days. Fuck off. No, yeah. That's the other thing as well that I hate. It, 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 it is that sensitivity, uh, um, uh, which it kind of goes along with, like, oh no, you know, it's like, well, w- you know, an interesting point. The Lion King live action remake is a weird kind of contradictory, ironic thing, because there's no humans in it. So it's basically not live action, is yeah. it? It's just animation done. On, in a different type of animated medium which is very odd but yeah it is that whole kind of sensitivity sensitivity thing that i can't stand as well you know like um you know life life is meant to be tough and it's going to be very difficult like for example me working in schools i've lost count how many times um you know i've seen parents and, and schools and teachers and whatever still give, you know, a a sticker to a child just for taking part in something, even though there was supposed to just be one winner, right? It's like, no, wrong mentality. Life is supposed... you, You get better by having competition. That is what life is about. When you go to an interview... You're the best person for that job. You don't give everyone, you know, 10 quid for turning up. you just like, no, you're the best person for the job. You won. Here you go. <laughs> no you, one's ever done that. But, you know, right. <laughs> no, but do but, 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 you know No, but then they do that whole, the, 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 instead of like 10 quid or whatever, they'd be like, okay, well, you know, if you'd like to receive some feedback, then we're more than happy to do it. But they're making it 10 t- the process 10 times longer than they actually have to. It's like, look, life is tough. Get over it deal with it right so okay, okay, if you nick, it, so I... if you if you're trying to watch the lion king live action remake right um fucking put in be prepared the full operatic version because you know i'm sure kids won't be scared and if they are scared maybe they should grow up a little bit yeah right okay so <laughs> nick i'm just gonna have to break down a few things
1: that you've just got into here. no you're not going to I... right you're not doing that right I absolutely agree with you that I think that in many, many ways, I think kind of there is too much effort put on sensitivity. Yes. I think in a number of ways, that is a good thing because obviously people should be accepted and celebrated for who they are. Fantastic. Completely. When it comes to things like, it's interesting, you obviously brought up being a teacher and I'd, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on this, because I don't know if you have to do this, but I've heard of it being a thing. Right. And it's something that really, really gets me. I absolutely agree that, you know, in kind of things that are competitive, you have winners, you have losers. You know, it it you build up from that. No one's saying, kick him to the curb because he's a loser, but not everyone is a winner. Yes. So what is your feeling on the idea that you should mark papers in like pink and purple pens because red and green
0: sends the wrong idea yeah well what they do these days is with most schools they have a dot now they don't have an x you have a dot and it's like some schools have a pink to think thing so you highlight in pink the question that they got wrong and it's just another it's a roundabout way of saying you got this wrong look at it again No. See, that, that's the, the, yeah, that for me
1: is pushing it too far. Yeah. Because that is essentially, it's adjusting an environment that isn't damaging. You know, the, the real issues are things where, you know, if teachers aren't giving, you know, kind of differently affected pupils the same kind of attention as other people if there isn't being enough to combat bullying in schools for the people that aren't doing as well or people that are socially different yeah nobody is looking at green and red marking on like an essay or on a multiple choice question and just going this is a harsh reality of the real world that's a bit too much for me and it's it's I don't understand it I really yeah. don't understand
0: it at all Yeah It's not just the way schools are I think the way the world is these days Because everyone's overly um, Sensitive in regards to not offending someone Or saying the wrong thing
1: Yeah Nick You've never been overly sensitive To not offending <laughs> well, someone no, because, you? I don't but, think but, no. I,
2: mean, I don't think these people are, offend- are, are being offended I mean there are There are offensive things That have been said That needs to be taken out Correct Um uh, uh, but it's got to a point where everyone's kind of going now, hang on one minute, that can be seen as being offensive. That can be
0: deemed. Yeah. I'm choosing yeah. to be offended I'm, by it I'm, rather than actually being.
2: Yeah, I'm going to choose to take the context away from how that how that was worded or whatever and I'm going to make it to um, back up my reasons as to why why people should find that offensive. It's pissing me off.
0: Yes, and that's the thing I can't stand. It's why when people say to me, uh, you know, when people deem to me being like, oh, you're being really a fuzzy. you're being really like, No, no, I'm not. I'm just, if anything, I'm trying to, if I genuinely don't understand something, then I'm going to ask why. But until I get that justification or that understanding or that sensitivity about it, I, I'm not going to change. I'm sorry. I can't just strip away okay, my but- beliefs and all of that stuff just because someone says... I'm offended. I was like, right, okay, okay so speak to be- me about it. Before,
1: sure, before we get too far into this, I think we need to find like a, a what I think all three of us agree with, even if we have different sides of the, of the coin to look at it from. I think, Nick, you are right in kind of wanting an explanation into why something could be deemed offensive. If you genuinely don't understand kind of why that could be, then it's right for someone to explain that to you rather than just outright saying that is offensive. However, what you don't want to do is be so, and I'm not saying this is you, I'm saying what you don't need to do is to be so closed off to the idea that that could be hurtful to someone else. So if it's just kind of saying, oh, you know, I didn't understand kind of why that would be considered offensive... And then someone tells you, it's like, oh, OK, what you don't want to do is obviously show a disregard for other people's
0: feelings just because you don't understand it. But, but do you know what the problem is, Tom? And this is the thing, like Alex was saying, that he hates and I hate, I hate is the fact that, um, is the fact that when it comes to feelings, it's a very grey area because you can't measure feelings.
1: If someone says to you that they are hurt by something then no one has put you into a position where you've had to say, I'm sorry for something you fundamentally don't believe is wrong. So when you've said to, some, to somebody and they've said to you, oh, you know, that could be interpreted as offensive, you know, all it takes is just to be mindful of it. It's not saying you need to fundamentally change everything. It's just being open to that possibility you know, no, no one... You know, I know you. I know you don't set out to hurt people with the things that you say. Yes. And also, as you said, feelings can't be quantified. You can't say, I understand how this person is feeling yeah. when your experience is different. Nor should you be expected to. But if someone, you know, kind of is is saying to you, I didn't like that being said because... Um, this this is kind of the impact it, it had on me. It's just being open to people's experiences. I think how I want to close this off, because we are going to run the risk of talking about this for a long time yes. and getting off topic. But like when, if someone says to you like, oh, you know, careful because that could be seen as racist, for example, or that could be seen as sexist, for example. I understand kind of coming at it from a, oh, I haven't seen it that way so I need to know what was it about it that is seen that way. What you don't want to do is then just kind of say, I haven't seen it that way, so until you convince me otherwise, it is not that thing. Because that's being standoffish and it's not being open to discussion.
2: Mm. Cool? It really annoys me when people order a Guinness last. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As a former barman, I totally agree with yeah, you for I that.
2: Yeah, oh, it <laughs> just—it just really, really. It, I get it all the time, especially like um, when it's like busy shifts. Yeah. Um, someone will call you, call you over. It's always, it's always a man. It's always a man. They'll clip, clip their fingers. They'll call you. Oh, yeah, mate, I'm waiting. Okay, remember on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, remember what, what do you want? Um, Hey Paul, Paul, what are you drinking, mate? What are you drinking? Another one of them, yeah, yeah. Uh, Foster's, please. Uh, what, what are you having, Gavin? Oh, see, you've been waiting have you? but you haven't got anybody's fucking drinks order. And it's always fucking Steve at the end, the eighth person of the group. Um, I'll have fucking a Steve. I'll have a Guinness. Fucking eight. Oh, what a gift. I was just like, and I always make some kind of comment, and it really pisses me off when they ask for a tequila rose, and but they say tequila rose, eh? It's tequila rose. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus! Uh, every time, every time, and like with this one, it is mainly women. Yeah, because it is—it's mainly women that uh, that do that drink these shots. Right. Um. Every time they come, they would go. Um. Oh, and uh, two tequila rosés, please. And I always go. So was that two tequila rosés? And they're like yeah, two tequila rosé. No tequila rose. I have oh, fucking. <laughs> You correct them. You, t- uh, you teach. yeah, I do. I do. I correct them, but I do it subtly. What
1: you want to do if they if they keep on saying tequila rosé, what you want to do is you need to get a, basically make a jäger bomb and just have a glass of rosé wine and then just dip a, a shot glass of tequila in there as well. <laughs> do it because that is what they've asked for. Yeah, because
2: rosé is a wine describing the colour of the wine. Yeah, uh, tequila rosé is named because it's pink, like a rose, I suppose. I don't know. But it's got roses on the fucking label. It's a big giveaway. It's not not rosé. Rosé is a French word for pink. Tequila rose (laughs) is a shot. He's not. (laughs) No.
1: No. No, I'm going to have to be quite cautious with this one because I would say most people who know me, and I'm sure both of you will agree, I am what can sometimes be described as a grammar Nazi and <laughs> it, because I, it's horrible because it's like, I'm not kind of saying, Oh God, you're so stupid for not getting that right. But when someone says like the same thing wrong over and over again, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't let it go. I want people to be right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is the thing. And I, again, I see it a lot on Facebook and, I blame phones for this and predictive texting. Yeah. Since when, in the English language, has there been a space between the word and a comma? So people like, you know, typing their thing, but they're not typing, they're just, yeah, predictive texting, all that, all that bollocks. And then <laughs> they put a comma, they put the comma in the correct place, but they, there is a space, so there's a word, space, comma. It's meant to be word, comma, space, next word. Not word, space, comma, space, word. Oh, do they do that? Have you not seen it? No, it's everywhere. It fucks me off. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> this is this is basic English language here, and we're allowing technology to fuck it up.
1: That's actually that that leads into what I can fundamentally say. I do hate because it's wrong, <laughs> is when if you ever like kind of say something about the way someone said a word like if they've used the word in a wrong context like when people say literally when they mean the opposite of literally that's the one that that's one that like really like you mean figuratively if you meant literally the thing you just said would have happened but then when people come back with that oh language is evolving it's always changing it's like yeah sure but you're still wrong. <laughs> That's not, that, you're never... that. What you're saying wrong is never going to find its way into the way that you want it to be. No, like, that is a very It's just... It's yes. being, yeah. Like, pe- people will have, like, different... You know, people have different dialects and different um, affectations on words and that's fine but don't come at me without oh, but language is, it's changing all the time it's just like cool and it's changing in the wrong direction pack
0: it in it, well everything seems to be going in the wrong direction doesn't it i mean like there's still some people out there who still believe that the world is flat and like there's a society that even started on like in 2017 so it's not been like roundabout for hundreds of hundreds of years it's been since 2017 and they're like well you know yeah, what was it uh David Mitchell said? He said something like um in an interview he was like, "Oh, I'm a forward, you know, challenging, you know, intelligent person. Why are why can't I believe that the world is flat?" And it's just like, "No, you're 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 just you're bored and have nothing to do with your life. So you've just decided to come up with this really controversial thing cuz you have nothing to do." you prick.
2: It's, it's these people that can't that can't concept the idea that the cuz they they get confused because they can't see the curvature of the Earth because the Earth is too big. Yes. The Earth is too big for us to see, and we're too little, so we're not going to see the curvature of the Earth unless you go miles up into, into Space the and Earth take Earth's a picture. You're yeah. not going to see the curvature of the Earth.
1: Oh, but don't, but don't forget, Nick, you know, if it's a picture, that can't be true. They've been doctored. I will say this actually leads into, I'm so glad that you've brought this up because this actually leads into one thing that I was desperate to say in the build up to this. On Flat Earth specifically, just as a side note, did you see that um, a group of Flat Earthers kind of made a documentary of like how they were going to prove that, you know, the earth is flat and doesn't have a curve. No. And there's a part in that documentary where they basically proved against themselves. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. Amazing. But yeah, in in general, I hate, and this is going to be quite a drawn out concept, so I apologise. I hate that over the course of our lifetimes, we've genuinely gone from a point where if someone believes in something fundamentally stupid let's talk about flat earth let's talk about vaccines give you autism all this that and the other (laughs) let cool you know individual issues aside let's just kind of say these are fringe groups it used to be the case not that long ago that people like this would get mentioned online or in a news article and there would be a time where you could just look at that laugh at them for five minutes going imagine believing that aren't they silly It's now gotten to the point where every kind of conspiracy theory has got enough of a following behind it that we actually have to kind of treat these people as if they're some kind of notable demographic. It's like when people, when there was that craze for when you were filling out the census and everyone thought it would be hilarious to put your religious beliefs as Jedi. (laughs) Cool. For five minutes. But when you're actually kind of saying these people make a fundamental impact on like the makeup of the world. That scares me. It, it yeah. really scares. Me. And I and I hate it because it's like I never ever ever want to be kind of openly disrespectful to somebody else's beliefs. But when they're things that are provably and factually wrong and you need and you know any kind of words otherwise is just like, oh but you know, you can't trust science or oh you can't trust a picture. Who's who is benefiting, like, again, let's take Flat Earth, for example. Who is benefiting from saying that the Earth is a globe if it's not? Name me one person <laughs> who's going, oh, I've had them fooled the whole time. No one. Yeah. What, what could be the possible benefit? You just want to feel like you're special and better than other people. But I'll do your own research. What, watching some numpty with tinfoil on youtube yeah no
0: i'll leave you to do yeah, that mate. yeah yeah I'm... but this is the thing tom because like for example using your example of um oh religious beliefs people thought it'd be funny to put jedi unfortunately with what you're saying is there will be some people out there who and they are i know they exist um where people actually there is such a religion known as the jedi order and they actually do they do follow the ways of the Jedi just without the lightsabers or being able to move anything, you know, with their minds. But they do it in another so way.
1: without any of it that makes
0: it cool. Yeah, exactly. So all the boring stuff they've got. So if you then put Jedi on an application form and it became public, then someone from that group would then be like, uh, actually, I'm really offended by that.
2: Why, yeah. is, why is it a religion?
0: Like... What, Jedi? Yeah, it's... Well, thousands of years ago, Alex, there was, you know, there was um, the Dark Lord of the Sith. Yes,
2: but they're they're fictitious characters. We all know that they're fictitious characters. Star Wars, believe it or not, to any Jedi's listening to this, is not a fly-on-the-wall documentary.
1: Any kind of story that has, like, kind of a a rich lore behind it where you've got kind of, you know, like a, a council and a fundamental kind of list of beliefs. I mean, Star Wars, obviously, as you quite rightly said, Alex, not based on fact, <laughs> but there's, you know, kind of enough of a fan base behind it that can obviously kind of say, oh yeah, these are the, the ways of the Jedi. This is the the rules by which they live their lives. So obviously somebody is going to kind of take that on, but ultimately kind of the 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 force and the, you know, like, luke skywalker and the the way that he's been led to to fight the good fight basically it's just kind of an exaggerated way of having a good moral compass apart from kissing your sister but everyone you know everyone goes over that That, you know (laughs) they didn't fine fine. you know we've got we've got to include texas and and he did have a cheeky um, peek at
0: her in the gold bikini but god
1: goodness anyway but besides besides that really all is all it is is it's a popular franchise that has like a, a moral compass so somebody's put two and two together made 763 and just kind of gone actually that's how i'm going to change to live my life can, can,
2: can we not like on the when on the list, of, like, the list of religions and there's jedi i i feel and i might try and make this a movement and I, it's another goal for twenty fifty. <laughs> have a Jedi slash sci-fi wanker. Right. <laughs> Be- that's that's just what, like, I just you know, the, uh, I've been to a sci-fi convention and it's fine, it's okay, but why do people feel like they have to go dressed up as the sci-fi characters? Yeah, I agree with that. It's, fuck it, it's, just, yeah. it's really kind of cringy. Well, you know, take your glasses off. You- you, you you've got twenty twenty vision. I get offended by it. Oh yeah. D-d-d-d- don't get me started on glasses. What? Why? Because right. I'm sorry. I'm just readjusting. <laughs> uh, right. Right. Spurs. I've got to start doing an impression. Of this. Yeah. Go on.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was going to say you're not going to stop me and Nick doing it if you do it. If anything, it will encourage us because more. Because. I, I will stress, actually, at this point, before you go into this, Alex, so if you just want to, like, kind of take a deep breath while, while I'm saying this, there is a time during the uh, the the love episode, which is the last episode we put up prior to Christmas, where Alex was getting audibly annoyed with, with me and Nick doing the impression of him. <laughs> so I kind of think, you know, I, I had a thought at that point where I was just like, okay, maybe we need to not... <laughs> do this quite as often as we do but Alex in the greatest with all of the love in the world you're not doing
2: yourself any favours <laughs> oh, fuck off um
0: <laughs> so glasses go, <laughs> off. Yeah, go yeah, on yeah okay. go glass. on glasses
2: right. this is this goes back and I, I blame the hipsters so going back well about 12 years all of a sudden you had these empty frame glasses appearing oh, yeah. on people's faces yeah and it became like a fashion thing Mm-hmm. I have to wear glasses because my eyesight is fucking appalling, to put it nicely. Well, you're blind in one, aren't you? I'm blind in one eye short-sighted and short sighted in the other. Yeah. Um, it's always the left eye blinded. It doesn't, it doesn't interchange. Um, I don't think there's anyone out there who was
0: thinking it did. I don't I, think that's how I it works. I had to make, I just, you know,
2: just, to, just for clarity. I was thinking the same, Tom,
0: but I just let him run with it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. In future. My Go bad. on. Carry
2: but on. it's kind of continued, and now sort of like people people wearing glasses as a as a as a, like a fashion thing, and yeah. now people wearing glasses that weren't cool in the '90s, but all of a sudden they're making them cool now, like these big big wire glasses. Right. So what what that's doing for me, as somebody who has to buy glasses, is driving up the price of your standard fucking glasses. Because the demand have gone up on them because everyone's thinking, oh, that's nice and fashionable. Now it's cost me more fucking money to buy a pair of glasses that I'm going to feel okay with.
0: But then surely, Alex, if you're, if you're having to pay more money for those glasses, yes, it's annoying you have to pay more, but then A, you actually get the glasses that you need quite rightly. Yeah. But then B, as a kind of, you know, side note, you are instantly fashionable because everyone wants the glasses that you're wearing.
2: No, that's not how it works why huh. i i have to pay extras extra money because of the because of these these fucking perfect sight people <laughs> wearing glasses that don't need to wear glasses right and I'm having to pay extra because of
0: it do you think we should change what what should we change to try and make- the only
2: people that should be wearing glasses are people that need to wear glasses at that specific time so right. if some people only need reading glasses that's fine don't go buying reading glasses if you don't need reading glasses. Leave them for yeah, the, the, pro- people that the problem.
1: that your Yeah, the problem with your idea, Nick, is that you're working on the assumption that we can change people. There's no kind of fundamental rule or law that you can bring in that will kind of end the, the epidemic. No. But at the same time, kind of as a greater point, I mean, I, I'm somebody that should wear glasses but very rarely does. Mm. Um, And, you know, I appreciate that I am kind of fortunate in that position to essentially make that choice, whereas obviously, you know, Alex isn't. So for me, I still think it's ridiculous that you should have to pay to be able to see anyway. To be born with that affliction, I think it's it's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, obviously, healthcare-wise in general, I appreciate that in the UK, at least for now, We have got it a lot better than a large portion of the world. But the fact that you should have to kind of pay to be able to see or anything, it's, it's something I'm uncomfortable with. And I think the fact that, as Alex said, there are people that kind of make it a fashion statement, like that doesn't help the cause. Like, it's not like if people stopped doing that, all of a sudden eye care and glasses would be free or anything like that. But... Yeah, it, it's, that's bizarre. I, I do not understand why we're
2: charged for yeah.
1: being able to see. It. It's, it's
2: baffling. I find it odd and a little bit concerning that every single time I've been to the opticians, the people that... They all wear glasses. Everyone that works in opticians, they all wear glasses. Because they're trying to sell the product. Yes, I understand that. But I don't look at it like that. I go, do they only hire partially sighted people? I don't want partially sighted people looking at my eyes. That's not going to help the situation. Right. I need somebody with very good vision to look at my eyes. But, but, but then on operate, the flip side... <laughs> but
1: then on the flip side, if they are wearing glasses when they don't actually need to, obviously by your very fun rant earlier, you'd hate them on principle anyway. Yeah. So either way, they can't win. No,
2: it's just... If you work working <laughs> opticians... You're fucked. You don't... I, mean, <laughs> I don't... I don't think I'd be able to get a job at the opti- uh, an opticians. I won't be able to be an ophthalmologist because my eyes are too bad. But they advertise it that, oh, if you've got bad eyesight, this is a job for you. No, take take the glasses off. I'll, I'll feel more comfortable knowing that you've got perfect vision or needs perfect vision when you're checking out my eyes. Otherwise, I haven't got any faith in you because you're wearing glasses so it's telling me there's something wrong with your eyes. How the fuck are you going to see what problems I've got? It's the
1: same logic as if you go into a hairdresser and the hairdresser's got shit hair. Like, where's my faith coming from?
2: Yeah, but I don't think any hairdressers cut their own hair, do they? Like, any barbers? They and help each other. Well, shown. no, but... Yeah. No, but at the same time, a
1: hairdresser has cut their hair and they've looked at it and they've gone... Yeah, that's all right, actually. Although having said that, that's something that we all do, isn't it? Like you get you get your hair done. They invariably do it wrong because they ask you for like all of the technical. Like, oh, what do what are we doing today, mate? What what do you want doing? You're the professional, and then you just try and struggle through with kind of yeah. This is how I know I want it to look. So you try and give them the best version. They take it shorter. They don't listen to you in the slightest. And then they put the mirror back on you. And it's just like, oh, how's that? It's not what I asked for, but because I'm polite and British, <laughs> it's absolutely great, mate. No problems whatsoever.
0: I'll come back and repeat this again in three weeks. Yeah. And also the fact, well, when they say, how's that? It's like, well, it's done now. Can't change it. Can't yeah. undo it. <laughs> Are you going to put it back from the clippings on the floor? I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I mean, like, we've raised a lot of interesting points. I mean, another point I have on my list was porn films with adverts.
1: I mean, I'm glad that you're just gonna say, just kind of put it out there. Just like we've talked about this up to now, I'm gonna talk to about something else because there's no way that I'd be able to make that naturally segue. Far away, Nick. Are they, the floor are is they yours.
2: advertising during the act? Because <laughs> if they are, then I can push my condom idea out. Of them. <laughs> You pop up on my screen. Alex, what are you
0: doing? Jesus.
2: <laughs> Want to fuck like this? Then buy these reusable condoms. Where's the off
0: button? Where is it? Where is it?
1: <laughs> Interesting. That's exactly what I'm thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have um, discussed quite a few things that we absolutely hate. Mm. We've probably got enough for, for two episodes, but we just had to stop it because we looked at the time um so thank you thank you again everyone for uh, for listening to us rant and ramble um any feedback that you have about this because we have been toying with a different format here do let us know via the email address which is alex
2: our bottom podcast at yahoo.com and the facebook our bottom podcast
0: and
1: the instagram
2: our bottom podcast Fantastic. Yeah. So that will really help us.
0: I love how the last one we went, Our bottom podcast. Like you're answering the (laughs) (laughs) fight. Just you in an office with a headset.
2: (laughs) This is the offices of our bottom. (laughs) Hello, Our Bottom Podcast. How can I direct your call? Yeah. Yes, sir. You most certainly can. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. That kind of thing. And then you hang up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was your mum wanting to know what time you're getting back. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So Um, On the topic of, obviously, uh, email and social media feedback, this is uh, our call to action for you, where we get to bring in the next episode of Nick's Crap DVD Giveaway. Now, Mm -hmm. so the um, topic for this week, obviously, we've talked about the things that we hate. You've probably listened, if you've gotten this far, you've probably listened to this episode and just gone, why are they getting that upset over shit that doesn't matter? Fair question, but we know we all do it, so we want to know from you, what do you really hate that other people might think you're a bit daft for? Um, So if you email in, or Facebook in, or Instagram in, your uh, answers to this, and as a reward for the best answers that we will read out in the near future, you will win a
0: copy of The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Jesus. What? what? Okay.
1: No, no nothing. I, I, I don't know why I do it to myself. I just pray for the day that you'll bring up a film that has something even tangentially to do with the topic we've just spent two hours talking I about. Had,
0: I had, I, what, phone books? to Departed? Well, the Departed was to do with love, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. Okay, you, yeah, you did it once, and I think, judging by all of the others, that was a fluke. <laughs> 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 so so again if you can write to us and say what do you hate that other people might think you're a bit mental for you will win a copy of the Rocky Horror Picture Show
2: is it a special edition
1: or is it just special edition mm. is it
2: or have you you've just made that up
1: no it is it is, it is okay yeah, I'm not getting came... done by false advertising
0: no it came in a box set with the Rocky Horror Picture Show 2 which is awful are you including that one as well?
2: Yeah, I might as well.
1: Lead with that. It's a
2: double winner. It's a double it a DVD double giveaway. double feature. Oh my God, I might a even s- take that. A,
1: a science fiction double feature, if you will. See? Get that? It's one of the songs where, from
2: the film. Where,
1: so, yeah. Um, so, you're good. I was really too proud of myself for that. You really yeah. were. So, <laughs> thank you. Um... So yes, thank you once again for, uh, for listening to us today and uh, please do send in all of your thoughts, feedback, competition entries um, and we will see you again very soon. So on that uh, beautiful ending, it is goodbye from me, goodbye. It's goodbye from Nick, goodbye and goodbye from Alex.
2: Yeah, see you later.
1: Ends the, uh, the trend of Vic saying something inappropriate at the end. Ah, Fantastic. Sh- <laughs> no, it's too late now. Brigitte.
0: No, it isn't. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair.
0: I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call, but mostly I hate the
2: way I don't hate you. Not even close, not even a little bit, not even at all.